You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Today we talk about the spirit of sonship. It is also our goal for today to understand na ang Holy Spirit ang liberator natin. You know, meaning that He frees us, you know, as Christians from being a slave to the law or from the law. Hindi po tayo Christians that we need to do additional requirements or rituals, di ba? Para sabihin natin, maselyuhan pa ng husto itong ating pagiging Kristiyano or yung place natin in Christ. Hindi po, tapos na po yun. Once that we have already understood that Christ came, He died for us, you know, He was buried, and then He rose again, that we may have a victorious life, you know, and, and sinabi nga that He gave us the Holy Spirit, yung Holy Spirit na ang seal natin. It's not anymore the other things that we can do to add on para maging requirement pa o para masigurado or ma-ensure ang pagiging Kristiyano natin. Okay? We are going to read seven verses from chapter 4 ng Galatians. Please join me you know, as we read these verses. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. Okay? But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. Verse 3, In the same way, We also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. Verses 4 to 7, sabi dito, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption. Okay? Can you say, we might receive Adoption. Okay, pakidugtong niyo po. As sons and daughters, para sa mga babae po. Okay, and because that you are sons you know, and daughters, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Okay, so you are no longer a slave, but a son and a daughter, of course, And if a son and a daughter, then you are, we are an heir through God. Let's pray. Lord, this is your word. God, we truly value, Lord, every word that you speak to us. Once again, Holy Spirit, we lift up to you this time. You be the one, Lord, to speak to us. Lord, this is again my audible voice, but may it be that they will be hearing your voice. And God, at the end of this uh, this worship service, Lord. May you be glorified and may your name be praised. In Jesus' name, amen. Minsan po sa pag-uusap namin, you know, as a family, and uh, pag nag-observe po kami ng ibang mga families, we have same conversations uh, and, and saying na, how does it feel kaya no, to be part of a certain family? Yeah, minsan pag nakakapanood tayo, TV, movies, I don't know, when we follow certain personalities, pinafollow din natin kung saan ba silang galing pamilya, at nasasabi natin na magpa-adapt kaya ako sa kanila. 
Paano kaya yung pakiramdam na itong itong mga magulang na ito, itong mga parents na ito, pa, paano kaya ang pakiramdam na kami yung magiging anak? How does it feel to have them as a dad or a mom? Of course, hindi naman natin gugustuhin na talaga magpa-adapt tayo. Pero when we talk about adoption, you know, it really is a long process. Sabi nga ni attorney dito, no? mahabang proseso po yan. At hindi yung basta-bastang papasok lang ako sa bahay mo at can you already consider me as an adopted son or a daughter? Pwede naman, papapasukin lang kita. Pero may legalities. Okay? At, at itong prosesong ito ay napakahaba and marami pong mga considerations na gagawin. Okay, titignan nga daw doon kung meron tayong financial capacity to adopt someone titignan kung yung yung mental capacity, 'di ba? If you are fit psychologically, mentally fit to adapt. Okay, mahigpit po ang ano natin, syempre dahil biro mo itong batang ito, walang kamuwang-muwang, kukunin mo yung pala hindi tayo financially or mentally fit. At hindi lang 'yon, maipasa natin 'yan. Marami pang mga documents na kailangan asikasuhin and all, you know, ipoprocess, lots of affidavits. Until finally, baka after ilang years, you know, this document comes which serves as a proof na ito, pwede na. You can now adopt this certain child or yung mga certain people. Dito po sa scripture na binasa natin, ano, si Paul tells us, you know, gumagamit siya ng illustration on adoption, and he tells us yung ating bagong position in Christ. Kumbaga, as unbelievers, we were part of the unbeliever family. Sa isang unbeliever na family, of course, hindi mo alam eh, there are certain things that God has been speaking you know, to us. He has been, he's been instructing us, ito yung mga dapat gawin. Pero as unbelievers, in the unbelieving family, ito yung kalakaran. Marami tayong mga bagay na nagagawa na mga kasalanan pala. Marami tayong mga nasasabi, minsan naiisip, yung nasa puso natin. You know, all because that we were unbelievers before. But sabi ni Paul, now, in our new position in Christ, iba na rin yung ano, dapat kung paano tayo mag-isip. Iba yung mindset natin, iba yung pakikitungo natin sa ibang tao, sa kapwa kristyano. Or may I correct myself, hindi naman necessarily sa kapwa kristyano lang, but even towards the unbelievers as well, para maisama natin ito sa ganitong pamilyang ito. He was contrasting what we were, you know, after faith has come. Nung pagkatapos po nating tanggapin ang Panginoon, yun ang sinasabi niya dito sa Galatians 3.25. But now that faith has come, Or, but now that we have received Christ as Lord and Savior, we are no longer under a guardian. Mamaya sabihin din natin po, i-explain natin kung ano yung guardian na yun. We are no longer under someone who has been dictating upon us na do this, do that, you know, good things. We are no longer under a guardian. Galatians 3.23, sabi niya, Before faith came, we were held captive under the law imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Now, under the law, we were in a state of bondage, of immaturity, but under the gospel, our status is that of sons. Galatians 3.26, For in Christ Jesus, you are all, we are all 
sons of God through faith. Okay? And we are also heirs. Verse 29. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. Okay? Mga heir pala tayo. You know, we're no longer slaves. We are now sons. And we are also heirs. Paul is talking about yung culture nila. May, may, again, there is also another illustration that he is using. During their, their time, diba? during his day, ine-explain niya itong scripture na ito by means of using, alam niyo po yung bar mitzvah. Narinig niyo na ba yun? The transition of a child to manhood. Okay, usually, ito ay yung isang bata, whether a boy or a girl, aged 1 to 12. Pagdating po ng 13 years old, transition na sila into teenhood or manhood. At 13, okay, considered na daw silang ano, adults. Right? When you are below 13 years old, everything is controlled. Merong mga slaves yung mga families na ito. And through the slaves, kung ano yung utos na sinasabi ng tatay, okay, sinasabi niya, okay, pakisabi mo dito sa anak kong ito, ito yung mga dapat niyang gawin. Ito yung mga rules ko dito, ha? Ito yung mga hindi niya dapat gawin, you know, things to do, things not to do. Pagdating nga nung, nung uh, time that a boy or a girl turns 13, magkakaroon na ngayon siya ng all the rights and obligations of a Jewish adult. According to Jewish law, when Jewish boys become 13 years old, they already become accountable for their actions. Ba? Batang-bata, no? 13. Pero alam po natin sa panahon natin ngayon, 18 years old. Pag 18 years old ka na, Ayan, you can already, hindi naman yung lahat pwede mong gawin. Ha? Because siyempre, kultura pa ng Pilipino. 18 years old, pwede ka na mag-drive. 18 years old, okay, uh, siguro you're on your own with certain rules pa rin as Filipinos. But you are freed already from whatever that we were dictating upon you when you were below 18, you know? Pinag-uusapan ko naman yung today, you know, as uh, in our own culture. Pero hindi naman natin sinasabi as Christians, pag 18 ka na, pwede ka nang uminom. Walang ganon. Kaya ibang usapan yan, parenting na ito. So in short, that time, if you are below 13, whatever a father tells them to do through the slaves, they will have to do it. Pero pag dumating na siya ng age of accountability, the son is moved from being a minor to being a full-grown son. In the same way, nung tayo din, you know, before we put our faith in Christ, we were also slaves. Tayo mismo, we were slaves to what? Slaves to sin. Okay? We were slaves to sin and to death. Pero, When we trusted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we became part of God's family. Wala na itong klaseng buhay na ito. Hindi na ito yung status natin. We are already in Christ. 
Acknowledging Him as the one who saved us. Acknowledging Him as the one who will lead us. Hindi ko po nabanggit kanina, part nung uh, tradition sa bar mitzvah, merong certain type of clothing po yung mga bata. Children below 13 years old, this is what you will wear. Pero pagdating ng 13 years old, when they will be doing this, tatanggalin na po yung clothes na yon ng kanyang pagkabata, and then they will be clothing this boy, this teen, this young man, into clothes na daw ng adulthood. In relation to us at this time, okay, we were wearing a different kind of clothing before as unbelievers, hindi Kristiano, but now that we are in Christ, we are clothed with Him. And the Holy Spirit, you know, came to live with us or inside of us. So John 1.12, But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. We'll be talking about us being adopted into the family of God. Kanina, nung ini-example ko about the legal process of adoption, ang dami pang kailangan daanan at malaking amount ng money ang kailangan ilabas. According to attorney, mga 200 to 250,000, quarter of a million ang maaaring magastos for one to adopt a child. Ito ba ay per child? So, kung if you are adopting four, you will spend one million pesos. Wow! Imagine that. Eh tayo, you know, we didn't have to go through all the process of adoption na ilang years pa ang aantayin natin. Hindi tayo yung, yung mag-aabang tapos hindi mo alam kung may kasiguraduan ba ang pagiging, you know, pagiging sons and daughters of God tayo. But all we had to do is just to believe and just to accept. At hindi na po tayo yung gumastos. It did not cost us anything. But it cost someone really a big thing. You know, Jesus had to die for all of us para tayo po ay ma-adapt into His family. To talk about, you know, the spirit of sonship, Papano ba ho natin mapavalidate or papano ho validate yung ating pagiging sons and daughters? You know, I have three things. Number one, we have to realize that our identity, you know, has been confirmed. The Holy Spirit, you know, confirms our identity as adopted sons and daughters of God. I'll go back to verses 3 to 5. And it says here, In the same way, we, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. Yung mga, kung, kung tutusin, pag tinignan natin ngayon to, when we look back at the way that we lived our life before, wala namang kaano-ano itong mga bagay na ito, pero parang bakit tayo na enslaved dito? Kung ano man yung dinidikta ng, ng, ng mundo sa atin. You know, how the world has deceived us. Siyempre, merong isang, there is one person has been trying to, you know, to put in so many lies. Feeding us lies. The elementary principles of the world. But verse 4, but when the fullness of time had come, okay, nung, nung eto na, kasi noon naman may promise of the coming Messiah. When it came, 
God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law. What did He do? To redeem us. Okay, those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. A couple of years back, we mingle and we fellowship uh, with other singles. At uh, mahilig po kaming mag-set ng mga dates with them. And uh, nagkakape, minsan kumakain. Yung terms of endearment namin sa family, of course, ako, I call my wife love, or sometimes my wife would call me, well, she calls me love, but sometimes she would call me pang, di ba, pangga. Our kids would call me dads. Our kids would call my wife moms. Okay, yun yung terms of endearment namin. Now that we have a grandchild, nag-upgrade yung dads to lolo dads. Tapos ang wife ko is Lola Moms. Yung mga singles na ito whom we fellowship with, you know, sila, meron silang sarili nilang hashtag. Ang nilalagay nila, nakikidads o nakikimoms. Pero sometimes they would go straight and then just call us, you know, dads and moms. Minsan makaka-receive kami ng text o kaya yung uh, Facebook message, dads! Parang tuloy yung feeling ko, ang dami naming anak, di ba? Yung... But okay lang. They would want to go to our house at times. And siguro, I don't know, uh, biro lang naman nila. And yun nga, sinasabi sa amin, pwede niyo ba kaming i-adapt? Hindi naman yung legal adoption. Pero yung i-adapt nyo lang kami, yung kahit na isang gabi lang, ganoon para uh, sa kwentuhan. You know, because they, they somehow feel na uh, okay yan ah. <laughs> Pero sa totoo lang, sabi ko, kung magpapa-adapt kayo, magastos tong bahay na ito, ha? ang tatakaw ninyo eh. Di ba? Hindi namin kayang magdala dito ng mga benteng tao para, you know, hindi kami nagpe-fiesta linggo-linggo. But there are certain limitations. Siguro yung paminsan-minsan lang na pagpunta doon, pero hindi yung palagi. Dahil kami yung magagastusan. Why? Because we are limited. Na yung word na adoption dito na sinasabi sa scripture, in Greek, it is made up of two words or it is composed of two words. Adoption is son and placing. Adoption, a son or daughter, and ito yung slot mo. Into this family, in God's family, meron kang slot. Meron tayong slot, tayong lahat. We have already been adopted as a son or a daughter. Now, God places us as His sons and daughters into His family. Nandun tayo, part po tayo ng pamilya ng ating Panginoon. Now, biblical adoption takes someone already in the family and places them into the status, you know, of having the same privileges as other Christians. Basta para kay Lord, everyone who receives His Son, everyone who receives the Lord Jesus Christ, diba, into His life, becomes part of His family. Now, Jesus puts us in a place of privilege with God. Kung itong mga single people to hirap na hirap sila, pwede ba nakikiusap kami, ganun, pwede ba kami pumunta sa inyo, pwede ba kami magpa-adapt? Minsan tinatanggihan na namin, pero si Lord hindi. Walang, walang ganon. Kami may limitation, si Lord wala. He just asks us, will you receive my son Jesus Christ into your life? Si God, He installs us into the rights of you know, be, being 
in the spiritual family because of Christ's work on the cross. Yun lang yan. Parang yun lang yung requirement. Wala na tayong ibang gagawin. Wala na. Dito sa verse 4, nung, uh, during that time, sinabi, when the fullness of time had come, the people then probably were already thinking, when is this going to happen? Naiinip na kami. O, sino ba itong sinasabing Messiah na ito na dadating? But you know, God's timing was perfect. He sent Jesus to earth, you know, to die for our sins. At itong presence ng Holy Spirit sa buhay po natin, it gives evidence of our sonship that Christ's redemption has brought about. Yung presence ng Holy Spirit ang selyo na. Yung Holy Spirit that is in us. Pero siyempre, before we further move on, ina-acknowledge ba natin that the Holy Spirit is in us? How can the Holy Spirit be with us kung hindi pa natin tinatanggap ang Panginoong Jesus? So ganun lang po yun. That seal that the Holy Spirit is in us. No more documents. Wala nang mga affidavit. Wala nang mga long process and you know, quarter a million pesos just for us to be adopted into a certain family. Now, in terms of the believer's experience of salvation, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of adoption. That it is the spirit that actualizes. It, it makes a, a clear reality of you know, yung adoption of the Christian. Romans 8.16, it says here, The Spirit Himself bears witness. He bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. What God does, you know, yung, yung, what His Spirit does is that it touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. Baka minsan kasi, no, minsan, uh, sa tagal na natin, ng pagiging kristyano, nakakalimutan na nga natin na may ganito pala, na may Holy Spirit. And the reason why we have entitled this series to make room, maybe it's also a reminder for us to make room for the Holy Spirit even to remind us that indeed we are part of God's family. If God's Spirit touches our spirit to confirm who we really are, then we will know who He is and we know who we are. God is our Father and we are His children. The Holy Spirit is the one working in us so we can call God as our Father. Iba rin po, siguro minsan, ano, siguro magdi-deray lang ako ng sandali. Ano, when I just realized so it's just so hard to see your parent na mismo, tayo, I'm t- talking to the parents here, especially to the fathers, kung hindi natin naintindihan yung concept of having our Heavenly Father, then it will be so hard for us to impart it to our children. Eh, kung ikaw nga eh, parang pag sinabi sa atin ng anak natin, kung ikaw nga, hindi mo maintindihan, gulong-gulo ka dyan eh. Paano maintindihan ng mga bata yon? So it should be, you know, as we are raising up our family, Teka lang, tayo ba? Secured tayo? Alam natin kung ano yung position natin sa Panginoon. Baka sometimes, as parents, you know, we, we just say for the sake of, eh, Kristiyano naman tayo eh. Uh, baka okay na yun. Hindi, hindi okay yun. We need to understand our identity in Christ. The second point talks about intimacy. That the Holy Spirit 
verifies our intimacy with God the Father. Verse 6 tells us that, And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Yung statement na because you are sons, it confirms na lahat po tayo ay anak ng Panginoon. If we are going to read this really carefully, and, it, and, and this is the word that speaks to us, ito ina-address sa atin, because you are sons, because you are daughters, confirmed na po. Oo, ito yung para sa atin ito, confirmed. We are indeed accepted into the family of God. We are also in a position to receive the inheritance. Oh wow, may inheritance. Diba yung kaya kanina in, in, yung sa kwento ko earlier, you know, about looking at a, a certain family, magpaampun kaya ako dyan. Kasi alam mo eh, there is something that the kids will enjoy when the parents' life will end na, you know, may maipapasang inheritance. Ang hinahabol lang natin yung, yung material inheritance na yon. But we're talking about a different kind of inheritance here. Pero meron nga daw tayong inheritance. And it also begins with the promised Spirit of the Spirit of God. Having the Spirit in us. I don't know how this will change our mindset na siguro we've been longing for, you know, financial prosperity. Okay naman yon. Kaya lang we have to really understand kung ano yung inheritance na ito. And the specific activity of the Holy Spirit, you know, once it is sent into the believer's hearts, is that it will tell us that you, hey, hey, you are part of a loving family. We were longing probably for this kind of a relationship in our own homes. Wala tayong experience na yun. Wala tayong concept of a loving father or a loving earthly mother. Pero ito, sinasabi sa atin ng Spirit, ng Holy Spirit, you are part of a loving family. And you can cry out addressing God as Abba Father. Yung Abba Father, in fact, ay si Jesus mismo. You know, this is how He prayed at certain times. Mark 14.36, Jesus said, you know, Abba Father. He was declaring these words, Abba Father, all things are possible for you. He was praying in the garden. He was, he was about to be crucified at this time. And he was praying, Abba, Father, remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. It is the indwelling spirit, you know, sa atin, who teaches and enables us bilang mga Kristiyano to pray using the term by which Jesus also addressed God. We call him Abba, Father. It is the Holy Spirit who imparts you know, the assurance of sonship and enables us bilang mga Krisyano to call God, you know, our Father. So Romans 8.15, it says here, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Yung Abba is the Aramaic word for Father. Okay. And may mga scholars na nagsabi na yung Abba is not just another childish word. Di ba pagka yung mga bata, dada, di ba yung, pagka, yung, yung mga terms na ginagamit? But this is something more than that. It is a term of respect. Kaya, if I may say this, hindi natin pwedeng lukulukohin yung pagsasabi lang tayo, Abba, Abba, Abba. 
But Abba Father, you know, is a term of respect. It has a sense of reverence and also of closeness. I mentioned earlier uh, in the 9 a.m., ano, pag yung sense of closeness, kay, sabi ko nga, tawag sa amin, dads and moms na ng karamihan, when someone outside of our family calls us dads and moms, ibig sabihin, there's that certain kind of closeness. Siyempre, nakaka-overwhelm then when people call us dads and moms. It means that, hey, they trust us. Talaga ang tingin siguro sa amin ay tatay at nanay. But Abba Father is the most intimate expressions in the Bible. A term of endearment, ikanga, which really means Daddy Father. Pag sinabi mong Abba Father, ibang klase yun. Ibang klase yun. The usage speaks of the love reliance, and intimacy of a child to a father. Kanina po, pinakita tayong real-life video. At itong scholar na ito, no, she gave her short testimony of ano ba yung buhay niya no, before coming to Christ. Hindi naman yung before being a real-life uh, scholar. Of course, yung real-life natin na programa ay isang avenue lang naman yan. But truth is, Hindi naman yung, of course, yung pag-aaral. Pero more than that, it's really allowing, you know, this, these scholars to know who God is. Ano yung kayang gawin ng mga magulang niya that will sustain them. And in fact, dun niya na-realize. Sabi niya, wow, grabe, faithful si Lord. God is really good, you know, that she was allowed to go through schooling. And then now, di ba, pag-graduate ka na, she can already provide for her family. Siya lang naman din ay isang avenue. She's being used as an instrument. And it's never about her. But this is really the faithfulness and the goodness of God. God promises all of us, you know, bilang mga anak niya, sabi niya, I will be a father to you and you shall be sons and daughters to me. And because of the great love that the Father has lavished upon us, it is really a privilege. Hindi siya right, ha? but it's an honor. It's a privilege for us to be called children of God. So now we can call or we can cry out to Him, Abba Father. I don't know about you, kung ano po yung mga naiisip natin ngayon, but just to realize this. If you have not experienced the love of an earthly father, we better realize na iba tong ginagawa ng Panginoon sa atin ngayon. There's just some form of bitterness na lang na namuo dahil, you know, we, we were not able to experience this from earthly relationships. You know, just let me tell you this, that through God's Spirit, you know, He's speaking to us and He's telling to us even right now. I believe the Lord is telling you right now, now you are secured in Him. Yung identity natin lahat bilang mga anak niya, Sigurado po yun. And He tells us that you can be, we can all be intimate with Him. Thirdly, it talks about inheritance. The Holy Spirit is the one that assures our inheritance through God. At yung last verse, verse 7, sabi dito, So you are no longer a slave. No longer a slave. No longer yung gawin mo to, gawin mo yan. No longer bound by the things, the rules, you know, whatever, instructions. You're just bound by this. Hindi ka pwedeng lumabas dito. Pero sinasabi sa atin, you are no longer that. You're no longer a slave. But we are a son, a daughter. 
And if a son or a daughter, then we are heirs. Meron tayong inheritance through God. Romans 8.17 tells us, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Fellow heir tayo with Christ, provided that we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. Wag po tayo matakot do sa part that we may suffer with Him. Because we will also be glorified with Him. I guess all the patterns and the things of the world, you know, lahat naman ito mga bagay na ito, whether hardships or I don't know how to call them, but these are just temporary things. If we suffer, we suffer for a while. But if Christ is glorified, we are also glorified with Him. I guess that is something that is really you know, for us to be excited about. Marami, can, can we give God praise for that? Paul is claiming not only that we believers, tayo mga Kristiyano, become God's adopted children, you know, with all the rights and privileges pertaining to that status, but also that we have become His own people. Kung kami, earthly people, tumatanggi dun sa mga gustong pumunta sa amin, di ba, yung makikikain sa bahay namin, pero we have become His own people, inheriting the status and the blessings promised even to Israel. Akala natin noon, ang promise, ang inheritance dun lang, no, yung mga tao lang noon, Israel lang, hindi, kasama po tayo dyan. So what then is our inheritance? as co-heirs with Christ. Galatians 3, 23 to 26 and 29. I read this earlier, but you know, again, it says here, now, before faith came, before we accepted Christ, you know, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Verse 24 says, So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came. Bounded tayo by rules. Ito yung mga dapat gawin. But we are no longer, you know, in bondage or, you know, hindi na tayo entrapped with the things that we should be doing. Christ already came in order that we might be justified. Christ came so that our sins may be forgiven. Christ came so that He may redeem us Doon sa napakalaking utang na ginawa natin na hindi natin kayang bayaran, ano yun, yung ating mga kasalanan, he might, that we might be justified by faith only. By faith. By just believing. It is not by works. Verse 25, But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. Let me just go back. Sabi natin, di ba, ano ba yung mga inheritance yun? One, we can consider yung us being justified that is already an inheritance. Secondly, that we are no longer under a guardian, yan din po ay maring isang, or we can also consider as an inheritance. Verse 26, for in Christ, isa pang inheritance is that we are all sons of God through faith. And then verse 29, it says here, And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring. We are heirs according to promise. 
yung mga legally adopted children of whom probably nag-aabang o nag-aantay pag namatay itong mga adoptive parents namin. Kanyari, you know, baka naman may ginawang last will and testament yan. May kasulatan. Ito makukuha ko. Wala tayong ganon dito. You know, the mere fact that we know our place is secure, that we are part of God's family. Alam natin that at any time we can just cry out to God, Abba, Father. You know, dati, you know, we were doing our own way, getting, you know, what we need and what we want through our own discarte. Dumidiskarte lang tayo. Maari makuha natin itong mga bagay na ito, pero panan, pansamantala lang yon, sandali lang yon. It is only temporary. Probably we will just renew every good work that we will be doing. Tapos sabihin natin, uh, akala natin nagpipray talaga tayo sa isang totoong Panginoon. Yung pala iba yung, iba yung napapagprayan na natin. Nagpipray tayo sa sarili natin because we're pointing to ourselves as our own gods. Pero now that we know that God is our Father, whom we call Abba Father, we ask God and just pray for, pray for whatever. Kaya natin, natin po nagagawa yun is because we are no longer slaves. We are sons and daughters at tayo po, we have an inheritance. I don't know what is going on in your minds at this time. I do not know kung uh, ano po yung, uh, again, you know, just week after week, we are believing for a lot of things. Week after week, probably, you know, there is that question in mind, is God still real? Are we sure with our identity? Are we intimate with the Lord do we really know that we have an inheritance from Him or we just don't realize that we have already started to receive that inheritance we'll spend this time in prayer I believe that you know the Holy Spirit is he's, he's once again just speaking to you at this time you know take these few moments, you know, just silence ourselves. Again, hear from Him. What is He speaking to you right now? Do you just realize that you are in this wonderful family? Do you just realize that our identity is secure? Do you just realize that God desires that certain closeness with us? Do you just realize that God is pleased? Just that every time that we would turn to Him, crying out to Him, Abba Father, Lord, thank You. Thank you for putting a seal, Lord, in our lives by sending your Holy Spirit, considering us as your sons and daughters.
kahit na minsan Lord God na yun, even we feel even if we feel Lord na we are unworthy of being called as one but you are just so loving you are just so forgiving you Lord you overlook every offense or every sin that we have done this is the kind of family God that we have been longing for help us and cause us to realize that more than any other human being can provide Lord you have already given nang minsan hindi na namin kailangan hingin but you just give you just provide 